Welcome to The Obsession Digression, a podcast that explores all of the cultural things we're obsessed with. I'm Sam Benarchik. And I'm Katie Walker. Whoop whoop! And Katie, I feel like we are both just abuzz with change. With with rage? No, change. Change. Oh, okay. <laughs> with rage. Well, I feel like the rage is always, always I mean, on rage, the that's, that's always on like at least a low boil for yeah, me personally, yeah. but... Yeah. Okay, but not rage. Um, change. Yeah, life's no. a changing. Life's it a really moving. Is. This is like <laughs> a. It's like a train, but I don't know. <laughs> it's like moving a, like a train. Yeah. Um, what sorry, was the movie just, that someone someone kept saying like a freight train? Uh, I don't. Do you know. remember that? No. I feel like we joked about that numerous times. Oh well. I mean, maybe. no. Listen, we'll move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, what's your what's your change looking like? Uh, so I'm moving to a state that I can't pronounce. Um, <laughs> I'm moving to Massachusetts. Um, I know. You're like, I'm moving to New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving to Mass. I'm just going to keep calling it Mass. Yeah, why not? Like, That's good. That good just enough. makes people, that just tricks people into thinking you know it even more like intimately than you yeah, do. Yeah, so I'm just, I'd I'm say cool. go with it. I'm cool with the street cred like that. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm moving up north, and I am um, wow. teaching. Northerner. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's actually, like, I, when I, like, told my family and everything, um, that's the very first response. Not, oh, congratulations. <laughs> Not congratulations. Yeah. No, it's, oh, that's that's going to be cold. Like, that's the, the main, like, worry mm-hmm. or concern. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm moving to a town called South Hadley, which is where Mount Holyoke College is. Um, and like I said, this is all due to our podcasting, I believe. So That's right. Um, Yo, we so can yeah. check those analytics and find out if people in Massachusetts were listening. <laughs> did I tell no. you? No, I did tell you that. When I applied to Google, all of a sudden, like we got like three new listeners from Mountain View. And I was like, oh, my what? God, it's the recruitment team. What? They're like listening. <laughs> I like had a panic attack because I was like, oh, do I need to delete anything? Do I need to remove an episode? (laughs) And now it's like too late. Like we can't like there's so many episodes. We can never like go back. I mean, we could. We We could just go in this one sweeping movement, just take them all down. But like to go back and like censor them to be like, oh, is there one thing we said in one of these episodes? Right. That's that would be such a lost cause. Yeah. And I don't much. Yeah. Yeah. So we've just like. We're just doing it now. It's too late. It's uh, I agree. You know, it's way too late for that. So and I'm fine. I feel like that's it's almost like a it's like a taking a stand too because it's our way of saying like we are committing ourselves to be ourselves and like put it out there on the internet regardless of where our careers take us because we're not going to let our careers like turn us into like uber professional types. Yeah, where like unless... we oh yeah, where we're always just like being our whatever brand of company we're working for. Uh, unless they like the job offers me more money or something, you know. I mean, then I'd, I'd, then I'd I mean, someone money. could convince me to take all these down, but <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not open to it. That's all. Listen, like, if this is a sticking point for anyone, just call me. Like, let's just talk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll I'll work around this. We can <laughs> we can delete the secret files. You're like these, they mean nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, now I have to plan this like big move and a whole like new life kind of, and that's like exciting, but also <laughs> terrifying. Life. You're on the lamb. 
Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm this is the how it's gonna be though. Like I'm gonna get up to this new state and I'm gonna I'm gonna like full on like adopt the the New England lifestyle. Like I just I'm mm. I don't know. I don't know what they do, but like maybe they like ski or something. I mean I'm, I'm do pretty that. sure they they go to pubs and they are I don't know, fight. They fight? I'm good maybe. at fighting. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just kidding. I'm just a snob because I don't like Boston. <laughs> okay. Well, um, this will be a, a little ways away from Boston, so I, I will know. be um, hopefully sheltered from Boston unless I ever need Boston for like to go see a play or something. So exactly, and that's um, I think yeah, that's when you should use Boston. Right. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's my uh, my uh, change, I guess, for now. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you, Sam? What's changing? Oh, goodness. I mean, so much change. Is there so much change? Maybe it is just you who's like <laughs> officially changing. Yeah, so much is happening with work right now. So, so busy. Yeah. On top of that, I'm going to be away this week. And then I'm flying to Mexico. Yeah. Cannot wait. Mm-hmm. That's super exciting. Yes. What are you oh, going to do? Let in me Mexico? just be clear not to like Cancun or that bullshit for like spring break. I'm going to Mexico City to have fun. Yes, that's yes. amazing. It's a cool There's like so excursion. much to see. It's a vacation, yeah. planning to party, planning to rest. I'm hoping yes. to do it all. Yes. Need some, re- yes. some of that rest. <laughs> Need some yes. of that rest. Yes, to rest. That's, um, I, yeah. That's so exciting, dude. I know. You know, I set out for myself, like, I made a commitment to myself. Because I never travel. You know, as a grad student, we never had any money. When I was in New York, I was probably even poorer than when I was a grad student. (laughs) And so now that I have money, I want to stop being, like, so obsessed about, like, properly saving and everything. Like, make sure, like, yeah, I've got, like, a rainy day fund. I'm investing in my 401k. But beyond that, like, I should give myself license to, like, take some trips. And so I am trying to do three vacations this year. And so I'm doing Mexico City now. And then in May, I'm either going to do Warsaw or Tel Aviv. And then I have to pick out something for like maybe end of the year. Yeah. That's so cool. I know. I'm really excited. Wow. I was in Toronto this past week. Ooh, how was Um, that? It was fine. It was cold. Um, I was at a conference, so I was not like, you know, it wasn't like mega fun times. Um, Yeah. But I also like... (laughs) <laughs> I get so okay. So one time, this was like several oh, no. years ago. When you start a story with like this was one time, <laughs> I well, it wasn't even that bad. It was just um, <laughs> so we'd gone to Canada, like we had we had drove and um, like you know border crossing. Um, when we were like getting into Canada, um, they were like, oh, welcome, hello. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, oh, like, let me recommend some things. Like it was very, very, very stereotypically like a Canadian uh, border crossing guard. Um, and then, so we had that experience and I was like, oh, okay, this is like not that bad. Um, yeah, these Canadians then, are fun. Yeah, but then as we got back into America, the like guy like yelled at me like, the American border patrol guy like screamed at me um, because I was looking at my iPad and I was like, yeah, because I was reading an ebook and not making eye contact with him. Um, But it's like, I was just like, Oh, this is like a whole thing. It takes like 20 minutes, you know, like you've got to like 
ask mm. all these stupid questions and Ryan's answering them. Why do I then need to also stare at yeah, you? Yeah, that sounds weird. It was it was just awful. Um, and so I got like oh, really, really upset by it because like, you know, a stranger like yelled at me. Yeah, that um, doesn't feel good. No. Um, so anyway, so this time around, like as we're approaching, I, like returning from Toronto and approaching the border like i like started to feel like legitimate panic where i was like oh my god like you know like oh. this is he's gonna yell at me again like somebody's gonna get mad this um, is it. <laughs> yeah and so anyways the guy was very brusque but my freaking dog saved me because like he's very brusque and i'm like you know like kind of breathing heavily like really nervous <laughs> yeah and then he's like how old's your boston and we were like three and he was like I've got two of them. And then he, like, just tells us about his dogs. And so, oh. like, it turns out, like, it wasn't, like, he was not mean at all. And it was because he saw that we had Bark Antony. Um, and I was, like, I don't know, like, just, like, I was, like, thank you for this, like, random ass, like, experience that, like. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> like, you know, just, like, calmed me down um, significantly because I, I was legit, like, oh my god, he's gonna yell at me and I'm gonna cry and it's gonna be horrible. And, yeah, so, I don't know. I survived the, the border crossing once again. Well, you know, um, I've never forgiven Canada for holding me when I came back from Paris. It was like the first time I'd ever flown internationally <laughs> and I'd lay over in Canada and they did not believe me that I didn't bring anything back. <laughs> and they were like, everyone brings something back. And I was like, listen, if I could afford to bring literally anything back, I would. But I am a poor college student. Like, I have no money. <laughs> oh, <was> so frustrating. <laughs> uh, see, like, I, yeah, that whole, like, experience of border crossing stuff, it's all, like, just, like, way, way too stressful and, and ridiculous and inflated. And, yeah. Ugh. Wow. Meanwhile, SFO is shut down because they found, um, oh shit, what are this called? I almost said a catalog. Because they found a magazine. <laughs> um, just a like mag. in a magazine, like um, that goes into a gun. Oh. Oh, wait, a oh. cartridge? Yeah, I don't okay. Know. And I don't then know. they had to like, brief, they shut down like SFO or a terminal or something until they got to the bottom of that. No way. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. But crazy. Just, yeah. I'll be flying out of there in three days, four days, five Dang. days, something like that. Yeah. Not okay. Travel is no. just, ugh. Travel right. is a fraught process. It's yeah. best not to think about it. Unless Listen, you're I've on the train. I've stocked up on dream water. I'm just going to chug <laughs> one or two, throw one or two of those back. And dude, have you ever used those? No. It felt like I had like full out roofied myself. I was, like, <laughs> I drank it. And then like after like five minutes, I was just like, Whoa. Wait, can you explain <laughs> you know? what it is? Dream water? It looks like, okay, you know, like, five-hour energy drinks? Yeah. It looks just like that. It's that little bottle, except it does the exact opposite. Oh, is that like what? Oh. Instead of keeping you awake, it makes you fall, like, fast asleep. Oh, that's beautiful. But they say they promise it's, like, all natural and all mm. of that stuff so that it's not, like, there are no, like, actual, like, drugs that are going into your body okay. if you don't want them to. It's just, like, a shit ton of time or something or like essential oils <laughs> it's like it's melatonin and three other things i don't know what and the this is like are. over the counter can i get some dream water like okay here's the thing it's not even over the counter it's just like stocked on a shelf in your local cvs what? but it is not technically fda approved oh 
Oh. But my sister's a nurse, and she was the one who recommended it to me, so I felt safe using oh. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's who knows? Fine. Really, okay. who knows, though? I'm going to get one of those uh, happy lights we were talking about last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the UV lamps? Yeah. Have you, like, uh, priced them out? Yeah, I have. I've been, I've, I've <laughs> yeah, invested I in I have. Or, I've, I've, like, done my research. I, I know which one I'm going to get, and I have it all planned nice. out. So, yeah. Very happy for you. I, I, think, um, you're, I think it's a good choice. I want to, like, bring it, though, into, like, really inappropriate situations. Like, could you bring it on a plane? <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I mean, hmm, I don't know what the rule is on that. Like, planes have plugs. You could plug in the happy yeah, light. I don't but know then, if like, you can bring in... Could you force oh. everyone else to be happy right, <laughs> with your light? I mean, if there ever there is a place that could use more happiness, it's <laughs> like an airplane, but... Right? I don't know. Um... Or, I don't know, like, just other, like, completely ludicrous situations where it's like, no, you don't need this right now, but I'm like, yes, I do. Yeah, I don't you don't know me. Yeah, yeah, I need this happy light in this Bennigan's right now. In this Bennigan's? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, doesn't Bennigan's not exist anymore? Oh, It's a great question. I but don't think just it bring does. it into, like, a Starbucks or something. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. Yeah, happy light it up. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'll keep thinking about this. Yeah, well, what else is new with you? Um, nothing. I Well, no, yeah, nothing. Uh, sorry, I'm, like, no, racing No, I bet through. now you're just, like, totally in, like, logistical mode now, right? Yeah. Like, trying to figure out, like, yeah. What did I do? I didn't do anything. Um, yeah, no, I just have been reading Othello this weekend and getting ready to teach that play. And I'm going to show O. Hearts you are? To, yeah, I am. <laughs> so that screening is yes. on Tuesday. I'll report back on how my students responded to it. Um, yeah. Okay. So, I'm you know. very, I'm genuinely, like, legitimately very curious. <laughs> Me too. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, other than that... I got nothing really. No, not even any new video games. That's been kind of like a like a blank spot in my life recently. Like I haven't had time to play, and there's like no new game out right now that I'm really excited about. So, yeah, it's kind of like that's that's been a little bit of a lull too. I've been replaying games, sadly. Mm. So <laughs> sadly, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know that I've done anything like super like memorable or notable. Right? I mean, I've been going out a lot. Um, and just like hanging out with friends, but it's just like going to like local bars and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, I saw I saw us last night. I did. T- I saw it on Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. What did you think of it? Oh, I'm so shook by it, dude. I <laughs> I was legitimately um, surprised. Like, I did not see that coming at all, and I probably should have, but I did okay. not. It was incredible. Incredible. I did predict the twist pretty early on. You did. But okay. I shouldn't even say that. That sounds shitty. Like I was bragging. It's not a brag. Um, but I, I can't decide how I feel about it though. And I, I just saw it last night, so I'm still thinking it over because I think on like a movie going experience, like it was super creepy and it was super fun. Yeah. And it was really well made and well acted. Mm-hmm. But I also thought like the movie wants to really insist in all kinds of visual ways that this is like a social slash political commentary and that we need to read it as such. Yeah. And then walking away, like, I couldn't quite figure out how the social commentary really, like, hung together by the movie's end. And so yeah. then I was like, well, 
it doesn't have to, but if it's not going to, it's going to be a little more like abstracted. Then maybe don't like keep insisting this is first and foremost like <laughs> a social commentary. Just like let it be like a thriller first and foremost, and then let sure. those other things exist as like undertones that occasionally surface. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get that especially when she says, uh, "What yes. are you?" And then the um, red responds, we're Americans. Yeah. I'm like, what? I, I'm an American. Like, what does My that word. mean? Oh, goodness. Oh, heavens to Betsy. So, yeah. I've heard that phrase in so long. Oh, it's so good. Heavens to Betsy. So funny. Uh, so, yeah. No, I'm, I'm genuinely, I feel like I need to see it again. Um, because, like, of course, yeah. I did the thing where, like, I watched it and then I then I read all of the reviews like I you know I had avoided reading yes. them beforehand um, but then you know like all of the clever you know movie gurus are like yeah did you notice this symbol or this and I was like no <laughs> I didn't notice that shit. <laughs> no I did not no uh, no I didn't so now I want to like go back and be like all right now I'm gonna watch it because smart people told me how to watch it. Um. <laughs> Wait, can we discuss a really quick spoiler? Spoiler yeah. alert, everyone, just for the next, like, 30 seconds. I didn't realize until the very end, like, when the credits were rolling, that the reason she couldn't speak is because the other twin must have, like, broke her... Yeah. ...like, windpipe when she strangled her, and she did that specifically so she couldn't speak when she got downstairs. Right, tell exactly. Anyone. exactly. And then... When the original, who's now stuck downstairs, as Red says, it's because of you that I learned to dance, was because the parents only put her in dance because that event happened. Right, because of the trauma, yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, right. Yeah, and because she, uh, Adelaide, wouldn't speak at first, right? Because she didn't know right. how. She yeah. did not know English. Yeah, so there you go. Yep, yep. Ah, uh, so good. So good. End of spoilers. <laughs> yeah, done with spoilers. You can turn it back on. Hopefully. Yeah, um, no, they're gone now. They've just yeah. turned it off. Yeah, they're done. That's all this right. This isn't coming out for like another two weeks anyway, so. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's so good. then you you will have a solid like 15, 16 days that I've seen the movie. So right. It's, it's, it's in your hands now. Yeah. Yeah. That's your that's your bad. Yeah. Listen, that's we're your... not your parents. We can't, right. we can't be managing your life. Right. Right. Exactly. I did feel like accomplished that I did like go see the movie. I, I was like, all I right. I did too. Like, I was like, God, when's the last time I've seen a movie in theaters, let alone like when it's still relevant. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. No, the last one I had seen before that was Mary Queen of Scots. So I was like, I was way behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, that was that was a good experience. But I got, did get home late and I was very, very cranky about that because then I had to get up <laughs> super early the next day. And I've just been like, go, go, going all weekend. Saw that mm -hmm. performance today. Um, bright star so that was good but then you know like i've got shit to do i got a ton to do oh yeah yeah you and me uh, both yeah yeah um and there's no way i'm gonna get it all done and so i feel like this is gonna be like a good life lesson for like <laughs> always you have to prioritize like you're not always gonna live in situations or a world where like it can't all get done so figure out like what you must get done and what you can just like say sorry guys tough luck but we couldn't do it you know yeah yeah, I wish I could do that with teaching sometimes. I'm just like, sorry. <laughs> Tough luck. Just I'm did. just not gonna make it to class. Yeah, I just didn't teach I yourselves. Didn't. Yeah, <laughs> just didn't didn't get to the play this week. I don't don't remember mm -hmm. what happened. So uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, you tell me, Derek. <laughs> Derek's like I didn't read. Yeah. Derek never <laughs> reads. I'm glad I don't have a student, Derek. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um. 
Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, but you're going to Massachusetts. Oh no, but it's an all-girls school, so it it's all matter. girls. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say you're gonna be in Massachusetts. You're gonna have like kids with names like, like Blake, <laughs> and like Cody, and like no. uh, Irvington. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No. Those they're at, they're at the other schools. They're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're not allowed at Holyoke. So um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, anyways, ugh. I also, I'm, like, really anxious right now because this is not, this is, like, a good problem to have, but it's, it's a frustrating one because I, um, so I've been, like, so, so busy this year and, you know, been applying to jobs and been, like, um, sending out articles and stuff and I, but I haven't, like, actually, like, gotten to do anything new with my work. I haven't, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, written anything um, new, it's been, it's been mostly like acts of revision and I have this like new idea, this new project, um, that is, you know, on the shorter side, like it's just an article right now that I have an idea for, but all I want to do because I like finally have this idea is work on like all I want to do in life right. right now is, um, actually just like spend, you know, several days, like researching and stuff and I can't like I just can't fit that into my schedule at the moment and it's driving me nuts like it's like I've been dreaming I know this sounds sad it's it's really sad but I've been like dreaming about writing the article like actually waking up and being like oh man I did not actually you know like make this new discovery (laughs) like I didn't actually (laughs) do this thing and so yeah I'm in like this weird like angsty angsty Banksy type of mode and it's it's driving me nuts right now. I just like I don't know, dude. I just like need for someone to give me a solid like five days where they're just like, yeah, just do your thing. Don't yeah. don't answer emails. Uh and I could do oh, it but Hotel room time. Yeah. Three days, Calvin Williams in it. I know. Well yeah, I know. That's what I need. So uh anyways, I've just been like so mad. Like mad that I can't do this thing that that I'm supposed to be doing, but never have time to actually do. So, oh yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah, yeah, I'll get over it. Well, my yeah, my recommendation, my advice, knowing very little about the full picture of your situation, is just to insist on that time. Yeah, because I feel like other things will work themselves out, especially if that's going to be something that's going to benefit you. Uh, more impactfully in the long run than other things you're doing. That's, I mean, that's so true. It's just that I, yeah, I just like also can't. (laughs) I mean, like you're so right. And then at the same time, I just, I have like, you know, uh, like project, like side projects and and conferences and all sorts of things. So Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. I I I know, I know. I need to do it. Nothing you can say goodbye to. (laughs) I mean, I could say goodbye to, like, video games, I guess. Wait. (laughs) I just reminded myself. um, I was uh, at a team dinner earlier this week, and we... (laughs) And it's down in South Bay, and so me and one of my coworkers shared um, a car home, and she Mm -hmm. lives, like, a few blocks away from me. So we dropped her off first, and as she gets out of the car, she goes, okay, goodbye. And I said, bye, and I closed the door. And my Uber driver very seriously turned back to me and goes, never say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, why? why? He's like, because goodbye means you're going to die. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it's <laughs> like, no, like, yeah, gr- but, like in no way. 
That's so you're not gonna die. Oh and I, I was like taken aback, and then I was like, wait, no. Like That's I was like, I say goodbye all the time. Like when you leave a room, you go, okay, goodbye, see you tomorrow. And he was like, no, you say see you later. It's <laughs> like okay. All right, dude. Uh, different interpretations of what that completely innocuous yeah. word means. It's like wow, that was uh, it came really out of left field, but yeah. okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to decide Damn. now if that's my weirdest Uber conversation or if that day that I was in like an Uber pool. This was when I first moved to San Francisco and both my Uber driver and the three other women who were in the car with me all started like like singing along but like belting out along to Adele on the radio. Oh, Did gosh. I tell you this? No. That's horrible. It was so weird. I was, like, apartment hunting, and I was like, I am hot. I'm tired. Like, I just cannot walk home. And so I got an Uber pool, and it was one of those situations that pisses me off so much where people say they have more seats in their car than they really do. Mm-hmm. And so then we're all crammed into the back, and then someone's uh. in the front seat. And then, like, an Adele song comes up, and one of the women in the car starts singing, and then all the women start singing, and the Uber driver starts singing, and then they're just, like screaming the song all together oh god and they keep looking at me and i was like i'm nope. not joining in like this is your thing like, yeah <laughs> you're not working not... me into this yeah we're not friends like this isn't is that, like i didn't get in this moment. uber to make friends <laughs> <laughs> oh that sounds horrible dude that's it like... really was i was just looked at all of them like i I hope we never end up in a car again yeah yeah i would hate that so so much mm-hmm. oh no um, <laughs> it's too much. Gross. So gross. <sighs> well, should we uh, should we do this thing where we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just a little background. I was confused. So I'm the first so thing. mad. <laughs> you should be. So I thought this was a much more mainstream movie, and when I started it, was like, wait, this isn't what I was thinking of. The same year. A movie came out called Shall We Dance? Oh. And that was about Richard Gere was a dance instructor or Jennifer Lopez. No, that makes more sense. Jennifer Lopez was the dance instructor and Richard Gere was taking dance classes from her. And somehow in, in my mind, I fused the two and was imagining what a mainstream a huge... movie where Patrick Swayze was a dance instructor. Fucking and it was like mistake. a comedy and it was like uh, everyone went to see it. Sam, that is the worst oh, mistake you've goodness. ever made. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Well, what about that time I deleted our first episode, our first round of uh, <laughs> 10 Things I Hate About You? Uh, like, this is worse. This is worse. This is worse. This was uh, part of my Saturday afternoon that you destroyed. Dude, this is, I like, I woke up and I was still groggy from last night and I was like, it, I don't think it's worth waking all the way up for this anyway. <laughs> like, just started playing. So I. That was the only thing that gave me glee, actually, earlier today. I actually. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. As I was, like, heading to the play, I was like, right about now, Sam is experiencing this. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Oh, um, experience. It wasn't. Oh, what a word. I know. So basically, this is the background. I'm going to pull up my notes so that I don't fuck this up. But. Mm 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 mm. Here it is. So Patrick Swayze is married to Lisa Niemi. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how you she, pronounce it, but yeah. I don't know. Niemi? Let's say Niemi. Niemi. Okay. I'm going to say that. So okay. basically the two of them wrote a play called One Last Dance years and years ago when they were both like 
either dancers or finally stopped being dancers and were reflecting back on like the emotional toll and the struggle that goes into being a performance artist. Mm-hmm. Now it's a, quite a bit later in the career, 2003. Um, she writes and adapts this to be a film and then mm-hmm. she directs it. She and Patrick Swayze and then the third lead, George de la Pena, all produce the film together and they shoot it in Canada and pretend it's set in New York. Yeah. So I thought, well, wow, what a, a touching way to close out this season by looking <laughs> at this final passion project of uh, Patrick Swayze and his wife, a really sort of like capping off of the canon. Yeah, like how Katie, sweet. How yes. sweet. This, oh my God. I don't think we can even call it a movie. Like, it it's was like a student film and a real bad one at that. Incomprehensible. It is like completely bonkers just like no but even just on like a very basic technical level like even putting the story aside you're just like there are very basic rules of like just cinema (laughs) that you learn in like film 101 that are not being respected here yeah i know also was the whole movie a montage after a while i was like i'm pretty sure i've seen more montage than non-montage at this point yeah I, I mean, honestly, I there was a lot of me looking away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just can't I keep can't, my eyes on like, this. Yeah. So I maybe. Um, so, yeah, one one last dance and it's it's a it's a rough go. It's a. Oh, boy. It's that's putting it really nicely. It's I have to be honest. I Yeah. I, I have to say, I so I left us and I looked at my phone and I had a text from you and it just said, remember, you were the one who chose this. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> I meant that to be as ominous as possible. Yes. And then the movie started and it was sort of like a beautifully shot opening. It yeah, was like, I mean, the dancing like, at the very beginning is good. Very, let me emphasize, very beginning only. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the shot was well constructed. It was a static camera, but it was well placed. I was like, oh, okay, like maybe it's going to be, you know, not good, but it's going to have some nice aspects. Maybe I'll enjoy the dancing. Yeah. And then someone opens their goddamn mouth to say something, <laughs> and you realize, like, that sound mix is off. Those actors are giving, like, wooden performances, and that dialogue. Is real bad. It is. It is bad. Can I? Can I go ahead and reveal the worst one? Like Please. the worst line. It's when yeah. um, the female dancer. Uh, her name in the movie is Krissa. Um, she's like yelling at Patrick Swayze's character, and she's like, "It's all about your ego, and where there is yes. ego, I go." And then she like storms out, and I was like, "But then I was what? like, it kind of sounds like what you're saying is you follow ego where ego <laughs> yeah, goes." I know. <laughs> like that wasn't a clever line. That was no, just no. It really wasn't. Uh, so, and also the the description to the film makes it sound as if so like the Amazon or IMDb or whatever thing says like a tragedy strikes a dance company and you know like. Um, something else happens, and then they come back together for this last dance. But, like, the tragedy <laughs> is just an old man dies. Like, it's I not... Mean, it's I was, ex- I was he's expecting... A man, he's a famous dance, uh, like, artistic director. But well, but we learn that he's, like, a also choreographer. a complete horrible person. Um, okay, that was my question, too, because in that opening scene, like... <sighs> 
We are watching like these, you know, like I said, it's a well shot moment of all these talented dancers. And they start talking and realize like they are all like on the brink of like nervous collapse. Yeah. Yeah. And then you realize it's because the that this tyrannical dance instructor or choreographer or artistic director is sitting on a chair directly off stage staring at all of them and they're like he won't stop looking at me i don't know what to do (laughs) and you realize like oh this is not um like a film about like a unique experience that these three primary dancers went through it's like uh everyone here is traumatized yeah exactly so but he just like dies of old age like there's it's not like yeah it turns out he's dead (laughs) massive tragedy you know what i mean like i was expecting for like a light to fall and like you know or something like really dramatic um but no it's just that this like old asshole dies um, the old asshole died. Right. And they, <laughs> so, and we learn through like multiple, multiple, in fact, way too many flashbacks, right? That like, um, he was just like <laughs> just, really demanding. And do you mean, by flashbacks, do you mean the like grayscale scenes of actors yeah. at exactly the same age they were? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, that was so confusing because I was like, wait, so Swayze's character and the other two are supposed to be like only seven years older but like they all look like really really old <laughs> like, Katie, they're they, so old they they're look so old, so old and i'm they're sorry so but it, it no. like how could we possibly believe that like you were like seriously. 20 you know one or even like 28 you know doing this okay. and now you're like 60 or and maybe they don't 50. say i was like you are 49 if you are a day yeah you know, like i I did, they do not say until like late in the movie that it was only seven years ago. My assumption was that like this was supposed to be like twenty three years ago. Because <laughs> let me just ask for a second. Like, don't I thought like for dancers like their prime is like their late teens. Yeah, yeah, late teens, so early twenties. Let's 20s. push it to twenty five even. Right. And go okay because George de la Pena he goes like. I, I couldn't do this when I was at my peak, and that was seven years ago. So 25, like, we're to believe that they are 32 years old? No. No. My, this is my thinking, is they were 32 years old or 30 years old at the time they wrote the play. And yeah. then when they adapted it, they are like, we could totally play the same roles. And then <laughs> just couldn't. like, you know, like, just uh, put on a little bit less makeup or, you know, something. I don't, yeah, it's just, it's incomprehensible. It's just like... No, you are really old. And then we're supposed to believe that, you know, one of them has a child um, who's only mm-hmm. like six years old, too. It's just. Or two it's, of them have a child. Well, yeah, mm. that's the big reveal, right? How old are you? Oh, I Okay, can I say? This I, time. I did like that one moment where Patrick Swayze, it kind of occurs to him that maybe it could be his daughter because the girl says, My father was a dancer. And then he's like, Huh. And he goes, Hey, can you. Tell me, how old are you? And she's slowly counting on her fingers. She's like, one, two, three. And then the mom, Chrissy, comes up. Is it Chrissy? Chrissa? She comes up and, like, covers the daughter's hand before she can finish counting. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, no, the big reveal. At that point, the bar was so low, though. Maybe I wouldn't have liked that in another movie. Here's my other question. I have... Okay, the underlying... So many questions just about, like, that opening two scenes. Okay. So he dies... Old man dies, yeah. First of all, we like jump cut to a scene where there's just a piece of paper taped to the ballet theater that says, closed until further notice, and all the dancers are like, what? Yeah. And I was like, is that really how they're going to tell their dancers that like they're out of work? No like phone call, no like, hey, let's have a conversation about this. Nope, just a, 
uh, just a sign on the door. Yeah. <laughs> but then the argument of uh, what's his name, Jerry, who's like I guess like CFO or whatever the you know like corollary phrases for the art industry mm-hmm. says something like, okay, so. Our this is like our um, kind of hail mary to keep the doors open is we're gonna get a new artistic director in and we're gonna revive the one like dance we never ended up staging that yeah. this guy did and there are only three people who know the steps and it's Patrick Swayze, Lisa whatever um, her name is Niemi and George Lapena's characters. Right. Here's the thing, any. Ballet I have ever been to. Like, okay, two things. One, <laughs> ballet, like, dancers do not, cannot give the same performance night after night after night or like multiple times a day. And mm-hmm. that's what audiences demand so that everyone can get tickets and see it. And so they have sets of dancers who right. fill in those roles throughout right. the week. And usually the best dancers give like the Saturday night performance, and that's the most expensive ticket. And mm-hmm. so how could it possibly be the case that these are the only three people who know the dances? Right. And then <laughs> you find out at the end that Patrick Swayze like hurts his knee and they think for a minute that they can't dance and they go, oh, it's fine. The understudies will do it. And, and all like, of oh. the understudies. Yeah, there's like 10 of them. So that it's like so not a big deal. So you to tell me there are understudies of an appropriate age who are there to take it on and like why didn't we go to them in the first place <laughs> instead right. of pulling in these old people who right. were like ugh made and no how sense many to me. times I, so each character so of the three right each yes. character has a temper tantrum at least once and leaves Dude, rehearsal at least once. So if not many times. Several I wrote, these times. These people are just moody. Like yeah. it's not even like I don't care. I don't believe they have real emotional trauma. Like I think they're all just bitchy people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like oh, like I can't do it. I'm not ready for it. Like <laughs> this brings back memories of when that guy yelled at me. It's I. I mean, which I get because of border crossing story. So maybe that's actually <laughs> my, that came yeah, that's to mind. True. But, You're like, actually, no, I changed my mind. I totally get what they're saying. Yeah, actually, no. Five I, stars, yeah. two thumbs up. Now, I, now I'm revising that. I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> I, I do experience that. Nonetheless, I mean, it nonetheless, is, you can, yeah. uh, they're just like so whiny. Krissa smokes all the time, and I'm like, that can't be good. I know, also, I was like, surely you can't smoke. And then at one point, they're eating like street sandwiches just casually. And I was like, if you were training to be like, rigorous dancers going through brutal dance steps like you do need to watch your diet right well actually like at one point Swayze says like so he encounters Krista for the first time in like years seven six years whatever uh and he's like he he literally says oh good you didn't pudge up and you're like what the fuck dude (laughs) well so does that one woman in the beginning where she's like what if they got fat (laughs) jeez it kind of reminded me of um, like lines in Knocked Up where they're like, "No, not we're, we can't we can't say lose weight. We just want you to to tighten, you know." <laughs> yeah. Yes. You're like, oh my god. Um, yeah. So that's. I, 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 like, just, I guess I kept thinking like, are these even characters? Like, can we even call them characters? <sighs> like, I, I I'm gonna be honest, I did not track their names at all, and I just thought like these are walking monologists, monologists, but they like they all have these sort of really generic speeches about what it meant to feel something once and mm-hmm. to have someone you know cover you in doubt, you know, yeah. and to lose the feel. But like, I don't, I didn't believe that any of them were like real 
people and the movie didn't really seem to even try to like hash out who these people were no not at all yeah no i have i have no clue like none of the characters like maybe well like maybe the max character is like the most approachable max being patrick swayze no i think patrick swayze's character is named uh travis so the other guy that's right that's right um but like who you know like his angst i guess comes from you know, his father saying, like, you're never going to be anything. And like there's, like, he has this whole issue, like, daddy issue thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Except that his dad was the one who also pushed him into dancing in the first place. Yes. Confusing. Makes messages. Yeah, it was, I, dude. Um, <laughs> along those know. lines, before we get too far from the beginning, there's, like, a whole getting the gang back together, sort of, again, a montage. It is a but montage, yeah. It's always a montage. When in doubt, montage. That's, like, this movie's mantra. Yeah. Um, and when montage Max mantra. goes to find Krissa, where where is she working? It's, like, is it, like, a strip club, kind of? I was, of? like, would we call it? It's, like, a strip club, but where everyone's really covered up, and they're just do a couple high kicks. Yeah. And they're throwing knives. But, yeah, but even, okay, like, reality of it scuzzy. aside yes but reality aside okay we go okay maybe it's a strip club but like it's partly financed by canada maybe there's sort of like regulations about like what they really how they could represent that but we are to understand that she went from being a famous like world traveling dancer to being a stripper like that feels very drastic to me yeah it doesn't really make sense no it does not um like (laughs) Do you think that they did that to just be like, oh, look how far she's fallen? Yeah. Like, kind of, I don't know. I thought that was complete bullshit, too. I was like, really? Like, this is... Like, I thought, actually, what was going to happen is, like, the, the true Chrisanna was going to come on stage in a moment. And, like, maybe she's, you know, not a stripper, but, like, she still has, like, talent. But, like, you can't <laughs> actually see, you know, this character, like... She's not doing anything that requires any sort of skill whatsoever. Like, whatsoever. You know what I mean? So Truth. It's like, yes. It's like, are we really supposed to believe that this is... Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is, it just doesn't hold together. Like, I have had... Like, believe me when I say, I have worked in jobs. I waited tables with under... I worked under this woman who truly was, like, the worst human being I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and she screamed at us over and over and harassed uh. us every night and I hated going and I just bided my time until I could quit but I've put up with a lot of verbal abuse from more than one manager or from more than one boss um, I still could never justify or, or reasonably make the argument that they have like ruined my future right. because of that you know what I mean like yeah. so yeah. drastic these three people were permanently stunted like no yeah no way no way um, hey, dude, hang on just a second. My pug is crying for some reason. I have to figure out why. Hang okay, on just yeah. a hot second. Console him. Yeah. What is going on? You just wanted up here? All right. Okay, sorry. Such a drama queen. That was ridiculous. <laughs> she she just she wanted on the couch and she's too fat to jump up on there. She just needed she needed an assist. She a needed boost. a lift. Yeah. She needed a you know, I was the, the Patrick Swayze of that moment and lifted her Perfect. up. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I wrote that. I was like another lift based <laughs> conflict. <laughs> 
what is this conflict? She's afraid that he is going to let her fall. Is that the main thing? I think like metaphorically. <laughs> okay. I think a lot of it is more just like resentment where she doesn't want to be around him because she resents him for not following up. She has a sort of like mental breakdown at the end right. of a, in the in a flashback. And I guess Max takes her to the hospital and then I guess Patrick never checks in on her and then he leaves and becomes a motivational speaker. Yeah, or like and he then, was gyms too. Oh, got it. I just, yeah. I couldn't actually figure out what he was. No. Um, but um, yeah, and then he goes, he has his own career. And so he never finds out that she was pregnant with his daughter. And she resents that he never like followed up. Well, also and so she, she says, doesn't want to like just give him any sort of trust or, or just even be nice to him. There's this weird moment where she says, you slept with me to get the part. Like, oh, yo, what did that mean? What? Like, how How was what, he what sleeping with you? What sway does she you? have over casting? Yeah, like, how did that make any sort of difference at all? Like, that was so... That was so weird. Yeah, that didn't make any sense at all either, but... I mean, I at this point, are we are we surprised? We are not, right? Yeah, like, this just does not exist in reality. <laughs> I mean, they, also, they all look old, but Patrick Swayze, man... All right. It's only been it's been less than ten years since Point Break, which is wild to me. Oh, oh. And this just looks like another era. Do you think? Yeah. Can I ask? Did he get work done? It looked like there was some plastic surgery, but or I couldn't tell. Is like, is he already sick at this point? No, he's not because he's. It's about like um, two thousand three. He's diagnosed a few years later in like two thousand six okay. or seven. I want to say. Okay, then yeah, probably a little bit of work. Probably yeah. Um, cause he looks like tinier, like his face looks small or at least that's how I read it. It was like, his face was like so tiny. Oh, like gaunt. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. But like, this is definitely not the, the sexy sways, right? Like, no, he's, I know he's still a great dancer though. He is. Yeah. It's just, he's like stuck in this movie. <laughs> but it's also like, I also wrote, I wrote, sometimes I think dancing is very silly. You know, because, mm. like, modern dance, to me, is one of the, <laughs> typically one of the least, like, emotionally resonant or, like, ones I feel like I connect to or understand how to connect to. Uh, I don't think I'm ever thrilled by, like, modern dance. <laughs> I and am. Re- were you thrilled by this dancing? No. No. You know, as opposed but... to, like, okay, the dirty dancing is more immediately involving um, even ballet is more immediately involving than kind of this weird, like, like there's one move that they're struggling with for the whole movie, and that's where their, like, three arms are, like, pretzeled and intertwined, and they just keep, like, yeah. turning inward into each other. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel right now. I will say, so the performance I saw today, this is kind of a, a digression, but um, <laughs> yes. they there's this moment where... Um, at the beginning of the second act, they have the audience. If you want to, you don't have to, but you can then come down and do like some line dancing. And so ah, I was like so on stage earlier today doing some line dancing, um, and that felt freeing. That felt that felt wonderful. So and very involving. Yeah, yeah. I was I was very participatory today. So. <laughs> um, okay. Well, right. Like, there's actually and the. The dance, okay, this is going to sound so mean, but the final dance, the last dance that they're aiming for um, is not that moving either, right? right. And then just agree? ends. Would you also, agree I that- didn't under. 
Yes. Can I and ask, like, why though? Are, why is it two dudes and a girl? Like, I don't I understand the, like... Why I, so many things? Why, why couldn't we get even basic insight into what that artistic director slash choreographer was dreaming up? Like, right. what was he trying to do with this That he, where he felt that they were failing him? Yeah, exactly. Or, like... Like, what is the symbolism of the dance itself in terms of, like, is this right. supposed to be, like, a woman with two lovers? Give us a story. I know, I kept thinking that, like, but there's no there's no hint of a love triangle in this movie. At first, I thought that it was going to turn out that, like, Max was secretly in love with... Yeah. With Chessa? Yeah, Chrissa. But, Chrissa. But, <laughs> but, no. 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 <laughs> that bullshit did not happen. Yeah. No. So. And then... Oh. I also was so confused because, listen, this is clearly a modest production, and so maybe they could not afford to like hire a bunch of extras to be an audience. But like, I I couldn't tell if the performance had started, or if they were still rehearsing. And then the warm lights came on. And I was like, oh, it's definitely starting, but then we don't see any audience or hear any audience, and then we just see people like almost walking onto the stage from the side and they're like you guys are so good <laughs> and he's like well wait what? where did you come from yeah yeah um no yeah dude i, <laughs> I don't it was know. this is again like yeah i feel like you and i we have explored some very very silly cultural Local theater production yeah like we like our journey has taken us on some oh gosh really- we've gone down some to some sad places. Yeah, but I feel like this, I can't Never even in my life. Yeah. I, like, I, it's so hard to even convey what's going on in, like, a laughable way because it's, like, neither of us are sure. Like, we're not at all we're clear on what happens. Know. So, yeah. Um, this Can I tell you something Swayze. really quickly? <laughs> yeah. That is, oh, no, don't say <laughs> Yeah, tell like, me this what. is so bad that it's retroactively ruined everything that's come before. <laughs> no, how, nothing. I mentioned that. before it had a modest budget. That's not actually accurate. How? What would you guess this budget was? Um, I'm gonna unless say, you already looked it up. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Uh, like twenty thousand dollars. I don't know how much do movies 20- cost. <laughs> how much do movies cost? Twenty thousand dollars. No. Wait, how no, much are movies? You cannot make a movie for $20,000. Oh, I don't know. What what can you make a movie <laughs> out of? Okay, I feel like I want to say Get Out was made for like $9 million or something. Oh, shit. And that was like low budget, right? And that was a very, very low budget. Like it was filmed in someone's like suburban home. Okay. Um, so maybe a million? This no? is early $2,000. Early two thousands dollars, right before the bubble burst, mm-hmm. sixteen million dollars. Mm, that hurts me. Where Ow. did that money go? Ow. Was it just to Patrick Swayze? I don't know. That's crazy. It's insane. Wow, that is way, way too much money for what happened. For what? <laughs> what's happened here? Yeah. What happened to me? I, I'm gonna sue for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Emotional damages. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so basically, like, there are just like two broad points I want to make. One, just to close up the plot, kind of, is that like they need an artistic director still, and that prestigious guy they're going to invite to come to like generate buzz, he turns it down. And then they decide to make Max the artistic director after Jerry watches him lead a dance class. Yeah. And that dance class 
stupid. It's unclear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just sorry. I've like reverted to like my my third grade self. Now. <laughs> stupid. It opens with like one dancer being like suspicious of him. Like, why are you teaching us? And then by the end, they love him so much and he's done so little for them. Yeah. And they are coming up and like full out embracing him. And I wrote, why are they all touching him like he's Jesus? Like it was (laughs) so strange where he just becomes this just like, yeah, just deeply charismatic figure to the point where they they can't let go of him. Like this whole crowd of people are grabbing like garments. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, that that's so unclear. Like, why he's suddenly like, oh, he has this like weird talent for also being the artistic director. Like, perfect. I don't know. It's way yeah, way how about too that. Yeah, way too convenient. But well, um, and then like we also find out like at this point they have been falling over. They've been injuring themselves. They've been hurting themselves. Max has already said like he wasn't able to do these moves in his prime. Patrick Swayze goes to the hospital because he's like badly injured his knee. Because he anger just, dances, which is the dumbest he's thing. Angry dancing, yeah. He anger dances. An <laughs> what you've never angry danced? Not to the point where I ended up in the hospital. I mean, tr- <laughs> uh, same, but yeah. <laughs> but at that point, I really wrote like, I know where this is going. I know they're ultimately going to pull it off. But I just thought like, it's no longer meaningful if they pull it off at this point. Like, because the movie has educated us to understand that like, they really are just simply too old. Like, they are too frail. And for them to pull it off yeah. just feels so disingenuous. And in one sense, it would have been a more interesting movie if they didn't pull it off. Right. I don't well, know what you'd be saying with that, but I would be more interested. Well, and then like, they do pull it off. But not, like, a full-on production, right? It's just them. Like, the whole, you know, like, well, was oh, was that well, the production? I'm sorry? I think, it, I think it was just them. Well, yeah. Well, ex- yeah, like, except, like, the lighting guy was there or something. And right? the lighting. Like, no, but I think that was the point. Like, it was only ever going to be just them. Well, no, they were going to do a full, like, performance. Oh. Yeah, like, they were going to perform this for people, but then the understudies did it, right? Wait, they did? Yeah. That was my question. The understudies performed it. <sighs> but so then... they just performed it for the troupe. Yeah. The understudies okay. performed it, but then Swayze and company just performed it to, for themselves to prove that they could do it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I well, think. okay, that was... Yeah, no, that's good. That was my question. So I think. the understudies did it. They did, yeah. Okay, because yeah. that don't was another question I had. I thought I thought this was like we were watching opening night, and it was just so they didn't have funds to show us the audience. No, oh, I'm and my sorry. My question yeah. then would be like, well, how many performances are they slated to give? Because they keep talking about opening night as though they're only giving a single performance, but surely they're slated for at least a month of performances. Right. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I don't know, but. After that, like, after it, I guess, like, Max and Chris are just hanging out at the theater, and Travis shows up, and he's like, let's do it, you know? (laughs) And you're like, why? Yeah. Dude, you, like, literally have a cane right now. Don't do it. And then then he, like, smiles and just throws the cane away. Yeah. And you're like, what is this, fucking Willy Wonka? Like, this is not (laughs) how, like, real bodies work. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So... Damn it, Sam. This was <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to you. I forgive you. I'm sorry to everyone. Can I also tell you what made me laugh so hard? 
is there's so little information for the, on like the IMDb page. There are exactly two pieces of trivia. Can I tell you them? Yes, please. <laughs> Did you know? Trivia number one, filmed in 2001. <laughs> That's not trivia. <laughs> no, and then trivia two, George de la Pena's character's name is Max Delgado. <laughs> also not trivia. Also not trivia. That's basic facts. That's not like fun spoof no. things. Oh, no. This it movie doesn't even have trivia. We cannot even give us that. Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, goodness. <sighs> well, um, in the off chance that this comes up in conversation someday, I'll be I'll be ready to talk about One you Last know, Dance. That's the, I, that's yeah. the takeaway. And I do think that, like, one thing that is interesting to think about, especially as it's capping the season, and in a lot of ways capped his career, right? That like he doesn't have... Patrick Swayze, I mean, has very few movies after this. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think he might only have one feature film after this where he's, like, an actual character. Is like, this Donnie Darko? Cam- is that later? Oh, maybe he has... I think that was before. Okay. Okay. So Point Break is in 91, so it's actually just over a decade. So, okay, he maybe that aging isn't that radical then. But here, I'm going to pull it up. I think Donnie Darko is 2002, like, just before. Okay. But let's confirm. Let us confirm. Let us Confirm. Yeah, Donnie Darko 2001. Then he has a movie called Waking Up in Reno. Then he does One Last Dance. Mm. And then he's in a movie called Love and 14. Then he has a cameo in Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. Some random stuff. And then he has a movie called... Oh, he's on the TV show. Okay, so he has a few more movies, including one called Keeping Mum, which is this British comedy with like Kristen Scott Everett. But really, like, there's not... Like not it's, too much. It's sort of like a slow fade out, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so this is the last where he is like a really a main character, and he is in some way tied to like the creative direction of the film. Right. Right. And what's interesting to me about that is that in so many ways, this movie is completely antithetical to what his entire career stands for, where uh, he's always sort of playing like iconic super like um distinct characters and to some degree mm-hmm. and here this is a very generic character it's a movie that's sort of aspiring to sort of like art house sophistication whereas mm-hmm. like his movies sort of revel in their sort of own like b movie in a lot of ways like kind of pulpiness even mm-hmm. um and they, they've you know some of his movies found like this real sweet spot there and so it's really interesting to think about this movie as like capping a career, but in the most sort of misleading way possible. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's melancholy, you know. It's I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he should have gone out with like a really distinctive, very like I don't know, just or like a Ben new and the twist. Expendables. <laughs> yeah, damn it. But um, damn it. I'm still mad. But one thing that was interesting is that his mom helped to choreograph the film. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool fact. Cool fact. Darlene, you want to help me? You want to help me choreograph? Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. We did another movie since Point Break. Why do I keep saying Point Break? To Wong Fu. Yeah. To oh, Wong right. Fu is 95, so it's less than 10 years later. It's like they probably, in terms of filming, like seven years later. Okay. What's he doing in that time? Is he just like at his ranch, just flying around? He's in a, he's in a, a string of movies, like two in ninety eight, 
or, sorry, one directly after Two Ang Fu called Three Wishes, then Two in 98, then 2000, Two in 2001. So he's doing a lot of movies. They're just not like in any way notable movies. Like the only one I even recognize is Donnie Darko, and he's, you know, barely a character. Right, right. I see. Ah, okay. But I mean, looking back, I will say that. I have a greater appreciation of Patrick Swayze than I thought I would have. Right? It has been a fabulous adventure. I will say, like, to encounter some of them that I hadn't seen before, and then, of course, to revisit some um, from my early days. Like, yeah, it's it's been lovely um, to I've really... really been... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, just to, like, really examine one person's character, or not character, career in that <laughs> way. Um, to trace, like, very carefully... You know, their early days and all of that, I think, has, has been a lot of fun. And I have to say, between our third season and this season, I think I'm really becoming someone who enjoys just, like, fun 80s and 90s, like, action-adventure movies. Yeah. In a way I've never been before. Yeah. Um, I watched, of my own volition, I watched Beverly Hills Cop for the first time. Oh, it's so good. I was like, good. why not? Yes. I know. It was a blast. It's a hilarious movie. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad. I'm glad that this and last season have converted you to some extent. That's... Exactly. Or, yeah, that's beautiful. But anyway, we're going to put a <laughs> pin in this season. As we close out, though, like, what are you obsessed with? Oh, um, well, I was going to say us, but that one was taken already because we talked about it. Um, mm-hmm. So can I can I say that I, I read another uh, Bronte book this week? <laughs> Sure. Can that be it? I just yes. I, I reread, <laughs> I reread, uh, re-encountered Jane Eyre, and it was delightful again. But it was like very boring. I just like read it um, on my way back from Toronto in the car. So um, yeah, yeah, that's that fun. I was also going to say us because it truly is the thing I've been thinking about most today and last night. Yeah. Um, but similarly, we already talked about it. So I will say I just booked um, uh, tickets for the Frida Kahlo Museum down in Mexico City for this weekend. So cool. I'm super, super excited to go see her house and then to go to her museum. No so way. that's what that's I'm also so really great. looking forward to. Yeah, that's awesome. That'll be yeah. so much fun. Cool, cool. All right. I'm going <sighs> to see you on the other side after Monterey, after Mexico. Man, we've got back. North America covered we're just like pretty all over much the place. yeah just we're well, up we're down we're yeah. east we're west <laughs> we're just all over you've the got place. canada i've got mexico yeah um we're trailblazers um because no one has ever been to canada or mexico <laughs> no that's true um <laughs> You're like fact fact just us um awesome well uh patrick swayze we wish you the best as a ghost. We hope that you're hanging out with uh, Billy Zane, who's also a ghost. Um, and we love you, dude. Like, thank you for this wonderful season. We're sorry we didn't love your last movie, but that's but, okay. Yeah, the other movies brought us a tremendous amount of love, so. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's it. Cool. Well, see you next week. Bye. Bye.